Welcome back to another episode of Ultras 11. I'm Joe. And I'm Alex. Um, international break is over. Club football has resumed. We had our first fixtures back this week. Uh, for some people, me in particular, it was fantastic. You know, getting a dub, getting a dub, not going to lie. Uh, players oh, came nice. back from injury. Uh, people came back with a win. Some people wasn't great. Chelsea fans. Kind of got railed. <laughs> not going to lie. Especially after playing that City game and not looking yeah. too bad. Like, not a good jump, but hey, it was Newcastle, I guess. Spurs, lost the last three games. And now they're in fifth? Yeah. From first undefeated to fifth place now? Yeah. Solid. Spurs always good. see is key. Tottenham, it's the history of the Tottenham. <laughs> it's, it's, dude, it's, it's a, a, a better quote has never been said. It's true, actually. And it came from, obviously, one of the greatest center backs of all time. But regardless of that, we're not going to harp on the point. We're not going to harp on this. We're not going to harp on negatives. Uh, we have a good episode coming your way, guys. We have actually some fun stuff to talk about. After last week, we kind of had fun with, like, obviously talking about the sport and whatever, but. Doing something random, like, you know, talking about the women's game, you know, like, whatever, stuff like that. So, we'll have that on the itinerary today. But before we get to anything crazy, let's actually talk about the FIFA virus. The FIFA virus is actually just the absurd amount of injuries we've had uh, ever since this, the Qatar World Cup, essentially, actually. Yeah. There's a study conducted by the Howden, um, the Howden Insurance Group. And there was like a, the length of the absences, or sorry, the length of time yeah, of the absence, like whatever, has significantly increased. And so clearly, like there's an um, there's some issues with this. There's the amount of games these guys are playing, fitness regimens, this that, maybe size of the squad, whatever it is. Um, so, Al, as of course, I'm gonna ask you the question. <laughs> um, what do you think would be the better idea for FIFA? Should they be a little bit more like? financially lenient with the amount of players each team has or how much they spend like financial fair play be a little bit more like mm. hey yeah spend that extra 10 15 mil on depth so on type of depth thing players um should certain competitions be eliminated internationally domestically like introducing the nation's league that literally means nothing except automatic qualification to the euro and even then like whatever like stuff like that like what do you think is the appropriate response for them i mean at the end of the day joe it's like you said, this only became a thing as of recently. And the only thing that's changed as of recently is the amount of games these these players now are playing. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's it's and it's obviously becoming an issue because no matter what, like no matter how much money they're making, people are like, oh, they're getting paid this much money. They should be able to do that. You know, if I was at the end of the day, you're like everyone's human. Mm-hmm. Your body can only take so much until it says, hey, ha. Huh, I can't do it anymore. And, you know, you pull something or you see how many people now are just tearing ACLs yeah, left, right, and center. Dude, like, it's, it's I remember when crazy. I tore mine, I was like, you know, I, I never really hear about this injury. It's yeah. like a common thing yeah. in soccer. And, like, I, I genuinely, like, you know, didn't really, like, it wasn't a, a very common thing. You heard it once in a while. Okay, yeah, sure. But it was like, holy fuck, dude, he tore his ACL. Now it's like, ah, another player tore his ACL. Like, yeah. you can count on your team how many players have a torn ACL. Yeah. Like, it's insane now. And I, I really just think that, you know, UEFA, FIFA, they have to look at this whole thing instead of just adding more competitions to try to build the sport and make it more popular and just try to keep it, you know, interesting for for people to keep watching and, and have all these viewers. It's not about the quantity. It's the quality. Mm. That's what they should focus on. Focus on the competitions that you have, your best competitions and you think about, okay, what can we do to make them better and more interesting for the yeah, fans? Yeah. Let's change the format of this in, you know, whatever, Champions League. Let's change the format in, you know, the World Cup, whatever it is. But you don't need to add in all these useless competitions just for the players to be playing more. Yeah. And then they're going to get injured. It's just And, and it ruins then the, the club team because you have a player that, you know, you're, you're either relying on or they're just one of the big players you have on your team. And then you lose him for who knows how long because he got injured playing a, a friendly against Zimbabwe or, or yeah, like yeah. A, or, or Kazakhstan. Like, what is like what is the need for that? That's that's where I don't really see. And I just see it as them saying like, yeah, okay, let's keep adding more. Okay, these guys, we're paying them. They got to do yeah, whatever we yeah. say. Let's keep adding more competitions, more things for people to watch, and we're gonna gain gain viewers. We're gonna gain new fans, and people are gonna think it's interesting. So we have all these different competitions. Yeah. Who cares now? Like, le- le- legit. Okay, yeah. You look at the NBA. They only had the one trophy. 
now they added in that play-in tournament to try to gain, you know, viewers and all this stuff here. You know, so far, I've been kind of following that a little bit. It's been pretty interesting. It's like yeah, another yeah. another cup, but they only have the yeah. one. You look at soccer where every league has your league cup. You have your, um, like the like the Coppa Italia, whatever, like the within like the Italian cup, yeah, like yeah. All, all the divisions. Yeah. And then you have your Champions League, Europa League, Conference League, which it's only the top six teams really that are going there. Yeah. So you already have that. For for me, honestly, take out Conference League. You have the two competitions. You make it more. It's you can't just give these like handle these competitions to everybody. Yeah, you have to, you have to do something that to make it that you know like you, you know you came fifth place. You're going to this competition. You made top four. You're going to this competition. It shouldn't be all these like you know top six, top seven are getting to, into these things. Yeah, that's one thing I, I I think is that's too many. Other than that, like really in the league, that really hasn't changed too much. Maybe like the space in between the games changed because I like I feel like now like there's so much more games like midweek yeah, and, and, yeah. and then weekend and yeah. like I feel like it's so much more than when like I think back to when I was younger. Yeah, I I think so too. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's just you know me or it, that actually did happen, but internationally I feel is where they're doing too much and they're, and they're trying to add too much to try to make it, you know, spice it up a little Mm -hmm. bit and it's ruining players. It's ruining teams because they, now they got to change it up and, you know, yeah. Okay. Like the depth thing, like you were saying, you know, giving them more money for depth, but like at the end of the day, depth is, you know, good for like the odd person that gets, you know, gets hurt or whatever, or, you know, to fill those gaps that you're covered in every position, you know, you'll have good depth, but like at the end of the day, your starters are your starters. Those are your key guys on your team. You've paid big money for some of these names because they're difference makers. I get injuries happen. Every sport, it's unlucky. You never know they're coming. But now it's just getting ridiculous. Yeah. It's too much now. It's way, way too much. Like it's they, they, they have to figure out a way now to fix this problem because it's it's going to get even more out of hand because they're going to keep they're gonna, I, I, they're not stopping. They're going to add yeah. more and more stuff in and these players aren't going to be able to do it. Yeah. No, for, for me, I'm going to be honest with you. I like now. Okay, the Nations League I do think is irrelevant completely. Yeah. Um, Conference League I think that's like Big a double edged sword because I think like it's it is exposure for smaller teams that'll never financially or in general be able to compete with top dogs. So it's like an incentive in that regard. Yeah. Why's your watch fucking flashing? By the way, I don't know. Tripping me out. Sorry. Uh don't worry about my watch. Sorry. <laughs> I just try to look at you and I see a fucking. Anyways. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, like I was saying, I think the conference league is good in that regard because it, it's exposure for smaller teams like Roma when we won it, whatever. No, but I think like whatever. Um, I do see a problem with it though because now again, it's smaller teams though. They don't have the financial ability mm-hmm. to kind of compete on three fronts like a league cup, regular league play, and then this. So, That's you know, like I mean. even let's just say hypothetically, we'll say a Serie A team that I know, whatever, Sassuolo, they make it to Europe. They can't compete in, no. in that. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's great. Congratulations. Great exposure. Mm. But what exposure is getting blown out every game? You know what I mean? Um, but, like, the thing is, I, I don't think they will ever change the fact that they have all these absurd, useless competitions. For me, I actually think they should install some sort of ru- rule about youth players. Like, that you have to have a certain amount of youth players? Starting or playing, like, in general. You know what I mean? Because, like... Obviously, you can't look at clubs and say, hey, yeah, you're allowed to spend more. Because then yeah. again, that only benefits the elites already. Mm-hmm. You know, like it won't benefit those teams that are trying to become elite yeah. because they don't have the financial backup level. or They're whatever, that, you know? Yeah. Level, yeah. So I think there should be a rule all across the board, especially like in European competitions, that you have to field some sort of youth players from your youth sector. And mm-hmm. let's get real. Every team, even the lowest team, yeah. has two, three, four, five teams of youngsters under 15, under 16. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So why not at least force the teams to grow their like inside the club yeah. rather than spending the money? And it kind of exposes people too, gives more opportunity for youngsters. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think that should be maybe something they could look into. Um, but other than that, like the only competition I would honestly say eliminate, get rid of it because it fucking sucks is Nations League. Yeah, you know that I, to I me think is we can, the we can, biggest. We can both agree on the that. biggest <laughs> fucking joke ever. Um, on that note, uh, do you think when players do get injured, mm-hmm. I was reading that there's a rule in place that teams could get a maximum of 7.5 mil for the year. That's like, so like Gavi, yeah, yeah. who's essentially gone for the whole Pretty year, much the year, like Barca is entitled to getting 7.5 mil, which mm-hmm. is good, but is it really good? 
Because like this is my thing now. Like let's just say hypothetically, Gavi was an integral part. Yeah. Um, they had no good midfielders. Hypothetical world, guys. Whatever. And now he's gone. They have nothing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And now they in the league they slump all the way down to tenth place. Barcelona. What if now, like, that's the difference between them making that Champions League money yeah. and, like, getting more of a financial incentive mm-hmm. than anything. And you're only going to give them 7.5 mil. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what about the bonuses they lost out from, from qualifying and shit like yeah. that? So do you think there should be some sort of fin- more, like, some more financial compensa- compensation for these teams? I mean, Joe, I didn't, like, yeah, because, like, at the end of the day, yeah, okay, you know, they're getting something. People are like, oh, but, you know, they're getting something back. You know, they don't really have to give them anything. They're just doing that. So, you know, they should be happy. They at least got that. But, like, I mean, at the end of the day, what what does that really cover? Like, you know, if, if that's one of your key guys and he's out for the year and, you know, you guys obviously aren't playing as good as when he's in the lineup because <clears throat> he's such a key guy, mm-hmm. you know, you you could be making a lot more than seven and a half million. And now you're just taking that. And for what? It's like it's literally like the equivalent of let's say you own your own business. Okay. You have, you know, a very successful business and you have one employee. He's just, he's your standout guy. He's like the, the heart and soul yeah, yeah. of the company. Yeah. And one day, you know, they're doing something, a, a fucking skid falls on him from like the rack, falls on on his leg. He breaks his leg. He's going to be out who knows how long he's gone and now you're going to do without him. Yeah. And then, the, and then whatever the, you know, let's say the executives where they come in. Okay. Hey, you know, for your losses, we're going to give you 500,000 or whatever, a hundred thousand dollars. This, you know, kind of help out whatever. Here you go. Yeah, okay, hey, nice. You're getting some money for yeah. that. Okay, cool. But how much money are you going to lose now that yeah, he's yeah, not there? Yeah, exactly. How much potential is going to go down exactly. because he's not there? And it's like this, man. Yeah, okay, you know, Gavi, okay, he's out now. You're going to get some money back. Okay, yeah, cool. But how much is the team going to suffer now? Exactly. And, you know, is that seven and a half mil even going to be close yeah. to what they could have made or the potential if he was there? Well, exactly. And you look at, like, I wasn't playing these fucking And look at, like, like, Real Madrid who lost two key, well, I don't know how, I would say Kamavinga is key because yeah. of his versatility and his overall ability. But, like, you look at them. They lost two key guys. Mm-hmm. What if they drop out of Champions League now? Yeah. There's no financial bonus for them. And, yeah. what, you're going to give them 20 bucks and say, hey, cheers? Mm-hmm. What about Chelsea, who had fucking how many, like, 15 injured guys? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they had 15 injured guys, and they're still trying to compete mm-hmm. in the Premier League, which is one of the toughest leagues. Yeah. Where's their compensation? There's nothing. There's mm-hmm. literally nothing. And Nkunku got injured. He didn't even get to play with the first team yet in the prem, and he got injured on he international got injured. duty. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's stuff like that that like the compensation you award them isn't really mm-hmm. enough. You know, there's nothing that like, and I I do think you should be giving them more. Yeah, the only something at least. The only you know? I will say, like, I I hope I'm I'm right about this. Like, I feel like this is also a thing because, like, we're still like everyone. You know, we're not. You know, like it could be a couple years out now, but we're still not past like the COVID effects and stuff yeah. that happened because. Right now, we're doing, like, they're they're still playing. Like, they were just finishing up the qualifying yeah. for the Euro Cup that's happening, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. next year in a couple months. Yeah. So, everything had to get pushed because the World Cup, they, you know, they ended up doing it last Stupid year. Stupid as fucking The, the Euro Cup, they ended up doing a year after it was supposed and to be. And I'm, I'm convinced. It was 2021, but they were still calling it the Euro I'm, Cup 2020. I'm actually so convinced that World Cup actually screwed over a lot of people. Oh, and we don't did. realize it. Like, oh, yeah. You're feeling, like, dude, wasn't it Pedri that paid, what, 80 games in one fucking year? That's what I mean. Because of that world, yeah, he's Cup, a youngster, you know I mean? like, but like, look how much, like, look how much he got pushed through. And, and then look, the next year after that, how like he was fatigued a lot. Yeah, his muscle, like all that shit. And it's like that it goes to show you, you like, like, and I feel like the World Cup itself is putting a damper on these players, and like they're still recovering. Yeah. from that. Like, imagine you're competing in already in already a good league or whatever. You're in Europe's top five leagues, yeah. competing in Champions League, regular league, playing a cup, league, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you have to leave that. And go play in a World Cup, which every game is do or die. Yeah, like it's, literally, you have to play, be playing your best game. Like you know, no, and like, it's hey, like I get it. For it's it's entertaining for us. A hundred percent, I will agree. There's a lot of content to watch. To watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's always something going on to watch. Whatever, but at the same time, like you really feel for these guys because it's like 100%. they're humans too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like sure, I get body, it. It's they, like you they, said. Yeah, they're obviously a lot more fit than us. But yeah. A body's a body. It can only take yeah. so much. And I, and I get it when people say, oh, you know, advancements in technology and medicine and this and that, that an ACL tear before would have ruined your career. Now, six months, you're back. No. Are you really actually ever back from that? No, you're not. Yeah. You, what about your mental state? That takes That's then the biggest thing <laughs> alone. That will take a year and a half, two years yeah. to, you know, get back into like the swing of things. I'm convinced and it, it sucks and whatever to say, but 
every player I've seen get it like an ACL tear, they don't fulfill their potential. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm even looking at Chiesa right now. Yeah, monster, mm-hmm. fucking fantastic. But you see how scared he is. Yeah. You know, like you'll see he will get even just a push mm-hmm. and he'll walk away, grab his leg and be worried. So you, in, 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 the, in the qualifiers, that one, I, I literally, I thought he was, I'm like, oh my God. Because <clears throat> like, you see the challenge and everything. You're like, oh my God, okay, he might have like tweaked something like that. Could yeah. be something serious. And like, you can see, you saw it a lot last year with him. I do feel like he's made progress in like mentally. Like now you'll see him kind of do a little bit more runs than he was doing last year. You'd see him taking on guys and doing those cuts that he wasn't really comfortable with last year. Yeah. You see the growth in him. But like you said, again, you'll still see now this season, he'll get a hit and you'll see him go down. And like, yeah. he's thinking the worst. He's like, oh my God, no, no, my knee's done. Yeah, my knee's done. Dude. And then he gets up, he kind of walks. And he's like, oh, never mind, I'm good. Like yeah. Last year was literally like, oh, no, 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 I did something. I did something. He, he went to and the he doctor gets in Austria. Yeah. They, they do all these tests and they're like, dude, nothing, nothing's wrong with it's, you. It's, it's, it was just a mental thing with yeah, him. Yeah, dude. He's still going through it. But I, I do agree with you, man. A lot of the times you see these people with their, you know, they get an ACL tear and, and you know, they're trying to come back. They're, yeah, yeah, six months. They come back. You know, they make that first appearance. They slowly. But mentally, man, they never get to yeah, that potential. Dude. And, and, and that's, that's that the level. saddest reality, especially for, like, these young kids. Like, you see them playing. Like, you just know. Like, Zaniolo for Roma. For me, like, dude, that guy, you guys remember. Yeah. That was my god yeah. at one point. You know, I mean, like, that it, was you, the next. You saw the potential he Tucky, had, the, man. What he did, his runs, all the power he had. Like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Back-to-back ACL tears. And, like, you see him now. Like, okay, a lot of people will argue, oh, yeah, that's Zaniolo. It's like, no, 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 like. What he was doing with Roma at at one point yeah. was nothing short of just magic. Yeah. You don't, you, you know, you, like you haven't seen you, any of you that. Haven't now. See, you see glimpses, yeah, but that's it. You're not gonna get what that monster was supposed to mm-hmm. be. You True. know, like it's it's a scary thing, but I mean, <laughs> it's sad, the, the, the worst part of the sport is the the injuries, and yeah. especially when it happens to somebody at the age of of Zaniolo when he got both of them. That it's just like the good thing is like he's so young where he can kind yeah. of bounce back but is he ever going to be pushing himself to that level like you yeah. said when he was just a god yeah attacking wise is he ever going to get to that and push himself to that who knows like yeah, it's, it's true it's it's a hit or miss that's you, you like that's a sad thing man with the with these injuries when they when it happens to these young players but i mean fifa doesn't give a fuck they don't not and we just don't give a fuck we're just two dudes <laughs> in a studio telling you guys how we feel and how so fifa are dickheads greedy bastards anyways um, Anyways, <laughs> we didn't do too much of a preview of uh, Champions League this year because honestly, respectfully, it's sometimes we feel like stuff is a little bit repetitive. It's oh, yeah, here's another preview for all the other people <laughs> making the same videos as us now. Like, you don't give a fuck that much unless you like us, which I hope you guys do. But anyways, um, sorry, I just drew a blank. Champions. Champions. League. Yeah. Um, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, we didn't do a preview, but now it's starting to get to, like, kind of almost the end game of it all. Went through the first team, stuff like that, playing the second round of it. Um, a lot of these teams are guaranteed qualification now. Mm-hmm. You see it with, like, Real Madrid, who's 4-0. Uh, Bayern, uh, City. I pretty Yeah, City is as well. Um, so, yeah. But my question to you now, Al, again, is... Are any of these teams actually like deemed favorites? Like Madrid, who's 4-0. City, who was is one of the most feared sides. Yeah. This year, they kind of looked a little whatever. Not mm-hmm. the best, but obviously, it's still City. We all knew they were a great team, just lacked that kind of final conviction. So this mm-hmm. year, it's obviously different, though. Do you think any of these teams... I feel like I'm jumping all over the map right now, trying to remember where my train of thought went. It's slowly coming back yeah. to you. Slowly yeah. getting so there. My question to you now... Is is anybody actually scary enough or deemed like a favorite in this tournament right now? Yeah, obviously you you you, you have your favorites, like you said, four and Bayern, City, Real, like those those three teams right there. No matter what year it is, you're always like they're always going to be up there in the names. Now, do I think that they're actually, you know, favorites? I. Like I'm, we're not that, Vegas that, here, man. We gotta talk about no, ours. But that—that's the thing, man. Like I—I I, I genuinely like right now, man. Madrid, City, and Bayern. You know, I've seen them play good games, and I've seen them that they look. You know, just I don't know if it was fatigued or they just didn't look as as scary as like they once did. But and like that—that's why. For, like personally, I think I think this year Champions League is going to be 
you know, open. I think it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of surprises yeah, yeah, as we go through. And I, and I don't think like, like, I think Bayern, it's going to, they're like, they're, they're going to get an unlucky draw against what some, some team that no one's going to expect. And they're going to get kicked real at their best. They're very scary, but you know, they're still missing something. And I don't care what anybody tells me that year when they won, that was just Benzema. Benzema, oh, okay. Benzema, there Joe, those games when they were down like 3-1, he either assisted Vinny or was scoring the goal. Okay, yeah, Like yeah, his yes, mentality yes, yes. and obviously like Modric, Cruz, like these veterans on the team, like they played a big part. But man, he was just such a difference maker. Yeah. And like just brought that team forward on those counterattacks. And that, that's what I, that's where I think I, that you're going to see Real, like Real Madrid struggle and you're going to see them at their weak points is when they start getting deeper in when you're having those games that let's say it's Real versus City and City's up 2 nothing. I don't know if they're going to be able to push a comeback as City's putting mountain that well, pressure on Do you, do you on think them. given like even the injury crisis that they're happening that, 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 that they're that, having that, right that's, now? That's, what, I even, that's like, what I'm saying. That's what I even get to. Like now like you already see the injuries with with let's say Madrid for instance. You like that's just right now. We haven't even got to the new year yet. Yeah, we're not even halfway through. Guys. Like the, the new year is when you start having some like some more injuries. Like that's when you're more serious ones. I feel like start happening because the guys are like super fatigued. So we don't even know what's coming with that. So you don't know what Real Madrid side you're going to see. You don't know yeah. if you're going to see twenty year olds, twenty playing for Madrid because they don't have any any more depth or any veterans that yeah. or guys that are that are like their starters to be able to play. So that's what I think you're going to see Madrid City. I feel like you know they're going to make a push. They're, they're obviously still dominant. Like they're a strong team, but I also feel like they've gotten f- figured out in a sense. And I feel like just after last year, like they put everything into that. You see it a little bit this year against, you know, certain games, you kind of see like that fall in kind of like, they're not as like, pre- like pressure dominant mm-hmm. and, and just not as like that a scary team. I feel like not like they're still scary, but not like they once were yeah. even with like last year with Holland, like at the beginning, like I was like, oh, even when they were losing games, I was like, yes, I still fear the, this team. Man, with- now I feel like there's still, there's certain pockets in their, in yeah. their team. And I mean, dude, without fucking De Bruyne, Holland's not, not the beast. Yeah. He, he once was, I just feel like it's with city, with pep, actually not with city, with pep. There's like a same song and dance. He almost <laughs> does where it's like, he starts the season off. You start to question it. Oh, individual brilliance is saving him. This, that, whatever. He has a little bit of an injury crisis. And then that injury crisis then leads him to his moment of genius mm-hmm. of moving John Stones from center back to defensive mid alongside Rodri. And it just takes it just them works. away. <laughs> you know? So, like, I'm waiting for that moment to happen with yeah. City this year, like with Pep and City. Once that happens, I will tell you if I think I'm a, like, if, if they're a scary mm-hmm. team or not. Obviously, again on paper they are, but it's like you said. I, I they just don't look as convincing as they no. did last year. Like last year, there was their stamp of authority on yeah. everything. Like you the, know, like the way, like honestly, the way I'm judging and like this, I, I I just I always judge Champions League is like when when we were when we actually made Champions League, we were in it. Like every year, I'd look when you go past the group stage, and you're looking, you're like, hey, fuck, okay, Barca still in, don't want to match them. Bayern is still in, don't want to match them. Real's in, don't want to match them. Like, now I'm looking at it, like, if you wasn't Champions League, yeah, obviously, like, you know, City's a better team than us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, you, you know, feel I, like you... I feel like we can mm-hmm. we can give them a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Madrid, depending on their injuries and everything, you know, we can give them a, a run for their money. Bayern, same thing. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm looking at, the, like, these teams, and, like, we're not even at our, at, you know, at, at our greatest yet. And that's, like, I, that's the way I'm just judging it. And I feel, obviously, I, I, I could be wrong. I could be, you know, just stupid, but... That's just the way I'm looking at the, like these teams now. Like they're not like a, a a team that you fear like you once did, man. You looked at Real Madrid and you're like, oh my god, we got we got to we got to stop for 90 minutes. Bale, Benzema, and Ronaldo, and then in the midfield, Casemiro, Modric, and Cruz, yeah. and have Sergio Ramos, mm. Varane, Marcelo, and Carvajal in the back mm. to try to get through. Like those are games where I was like, Sergio fuck. Ramos. Or you're dealing with Lewandowski, Robin, and Ribery, and Muller right behind them that just the doesn't look like a soccer player, but is he just, is he's just space absolutely just class and probably the, the, one of the smartest players. Oh, yeah. But just not really that good at anything. But IQ, unreal. Yeah. So now you don't have that in in these teams, my opinion. That's no, just I, I, I agree. Um, I just feel like nowadays it's become kind of diluted where it's like anybody could 
beat anybody. You know, like it's it's not that those powerhouses. No, it's not. Like Inter, Inter could have easily won Champions League last year. I agree. I agree. It with was you. only one nothing, and it was on a shot from Rodri that it it got deflected, went in. Inter had chances to score. Lukaku blocked a couple of them, but um, Inter could have won that game. I hate to say it, I didn't want to see it. I was happy the City won because Inter didn't win. Yeah, but. They could have easily like won that game, man. Yeah. It wasn't like City like dominated them. Given dominance and the whole talk of this, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Newcastle You're very was. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got you New- blushing now. <laughs> I'm nervous again. Um, Newcastle made it to Champions League, and there was this big hype kind of around them, Ooh. you know, and. Saudi Arabian money and this and oh they're gonna build a powerhouse and whatever blah blah blah. They're one one and three. Yep, not doing the best right now. Um, do you think? Do you, would well? Do you think Newcastle is even ready for Champions League? Like, is it still above their weight like, class? Obviously, it's it's above their weight class. I do think that they were somewhat ready because you've seen that you know they brought in some key figures. Obviously, because of you know Bet three six five and FanDuel. They lost one of their best players that they brought in. Oh, so I learned had to think about. It. I'm like, wait, <laughs> Ivan Tony? No, Tonali. Yeah, yeah. And like they, they, they made they, you know, they, they got some depth in. They made some, some, you know, signed some veteran guys. Brought in some, like, you know, spent some money on, on, you know, Tonali, like, who literally improved their midfield. But I, I just think it was the inexperience that got them. Yeah. Like first year back in Champions League. You know, you obviously you don't like. You look at teams and you're like, oh, okay, I know we should have this. Okay, this game's gonna be a little different. But then you like. Dude, I remember talking about this earlier on, like just in the in like in our friend group. We looked at, at Milan's group: Milan, Dortmund, Newcastle, and PSG. And everyone, everyone said, "Oh no, 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 dude! PSG and Milan." You know, I was saying, "Oh no, dude! PSG and Newcastle," just because my boys. But everyone thought that. Now you have Dortmund, pretty much like topping the group. Yeah, I'll just say Dortmund's at like the top just right now. absolutely beating everybody. And now you don't know who's gonna, like who, who's even going to finish top two in yeah. that group because it's so close. So like they still they could still end up making it out and just surprise everybody. Yeah. I just think it's just the inexperience in them that you're seeing, and you know, give Newcastle another year of them making Champions League, then you know, a, a third year in a row, then they start kind of getting that that accustomed to it, and they start having those that the the, the key guys, the veterans on the team that kind of will will direct these you know younger guys and teach them you know what it means to play in Champions mm-hmm. League and all this stuff and just how games are different champions league compared to the league like it's your it's it's a completely different play style people play different the teams will play a little bit more defensive like portuguese italian teams they'll sit back and, and catch on the counter and teams the prem teams are not used to that they're just yeah. used to attack 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 and everything's yeah. all open yeah. so it's a for me they're they're they were prepared well it's just the inexperience now that you're seeing all of them see I, i'm gonna actually kind of disagree with the whole prepared well like the thing for have. what they could, like how much, dude, how, 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 you're not going to go like, you're not going to you, you, like, that's the thing. They couldn't go balls deep and make all these signings. No, yeah. No, they have no. the money to bring in all these guys and, and make this world-class team. But for what you're going to invest all this thing. And then you guys get out round the 16. Then no, you spend but, all that money. But this for is what? my thing. This is my thing. Okay. First off, you have a, a blank check of money. I'm not saying buy a brand new 11. I'm not saying that or any, anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. My thing is, a, they still don't have depth. Realistically, yeah, they have zero Joe, depth. You think last you could year, have purchased barely, a couple, but people. last year they Joe, but like they're at that like next year, like they, like in the January, in the summer, you're gonna start seeing them sign depth because before, man, like okay, yeah, they were a decent team. They made Champions League last year, but a lot of those players, like you knew that they weren't gonna be staying in the starting eleven, or they needed to be replaced with someone better. They did that, and now it's just like they like now they don't want to. They don't want to overdo it with bringing no, in no, all these I, new guys. I, I know, I know. But my thing is, again, then, like, on the topic of, the, like, depth and whatever, not only did they not bring in any depth, depth. if you don't have a starter. But that's what I mean. <laughs> they don't ha- even have a proper starting 11. That's what I mean. Now, like, I'm not saying, again, that. Not don't buy, go out, buy fucking everyone and their dad. No. But, again, you could get one starter for each position. You know, like, your defense, respectfully, Sven Botman, I think he's a great player. Mm-hmm. Shar, good player. Trippier is overrated as hell to me. I don't think he's I mean, even. I don't think he's too overrated. I, I think he's beyond overrated because he could take a free kick properly. Yeah, but I don't care if my right back could ping a ball forty yards. I want my right back to defend properly. I wouldn't say overrated. Anyways, he's old though. Yeah, that's okay, like, but he's you know, he's like, your captain. He's your veteran. That's the 
That's your like. And the, then, your okay, leader. and then who's their left back? That big oaf. What's his name? Dunk. Oh, uh, Dunk or Dunk might be the other center back. I can't remember right now. I always praise him because I love him because he's just a big idiot. Praise whatever. I can't remember his name. I can't remember for the life of me right now. I'm having a lot of brain farts right now, so just bear with mm-hmm. me. But their left back is not good. He's not a player able to play in the, like a Champions League team mm-hmm. unless it's a different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Unless you're a Bodo Glimt, you know, like something like that. Like that's where you start in a Champions League team. Not for Newcastle, that's on the rise and whatever. Yeah. So you, you're you going to look at me and tell me with the amount of money they have, they couldn't have looked and said, okay, we bought a starting center mid who is very good in Sandro Tonali. He's going to link up very well with Jolinton and Bruno Gamadish. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now what about your defense? What did you do to improve that? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Your attack, what did you do to improve that? A guy from Everton that was... Kind of raw, could be good, and Anthony Gordon. That's realistically all they did. And Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson, veteran presence. See, to me though, that's great depth. Yeah, I won't. That's I won't say. I think Alexander Isak yeah. and He's Callum Wilson. That's a perfect like double headed yeah. dragon there because Callum Wilson is fantastic depth, and I think Isak is a good starter. Mm. Miguel Almiron, good player who replaces him though. You know what I mean? So like the the least they could have done. Is okay. Yes, they splashed a lot on Tonali, but they could have splashed something on yeah. another guy on defense yeah. or a, but, a somewhat but Joe, decent enough you, you, attacker. You already started seeing these problems early on when you know now like they have like what it was like fifteen or sixteen injuries, and before this game against Chelsea, like they were they were losing, they were dropping points. And there was that video that fans were like snapping, and Trippier is like, "Oh, what do you want? Like we're we're doing our best. We have fifteen. Like look at the, like we have fifteen injuries right now." Like, but. That comes to down make it work. to me. That, that comes that, down. That's depth. That's you know what, what I mean? Like, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like if you had, if you looked at me and told no, me you have that much fucking money, the least you could do is buy like, a couple people worth five Joey, mil. You can't start. You can't just start spending all this money all like within one year. Okay, but they're gonna ow, they're gonna ow. do build it. Slowly. Riddle me this. How like okay? I'll put it into a Roma stance here. Yeah, we suck ass. Yeah, I would say to you. And honestly, you mean it? We have better depth. Man. Look at look at but look. Okay, but we example, signed all look, our depth for Joel, free. Look for example, okay. Look back at when City got Botto and the first year of them like buying first second year they started like buying players. They they just had a starting eleven. They didn't have any depth really. They had like one or two guys. I'm not saying they had no depth. It's not their first year anymore, buddy. Yeah, it's their second year now with his ownership. Third. Okay, third year. But I'm saying, <sighs> I guarantee we, we'll talk again in January. End of the summer, you're gonna see how much depth they're gonna be no, signing. Listen, I obviously, yeah, like I'm not hoping they do because I, I'll come back to this fucking episode <laughs> and be pissed that they took my advice and splashed all this money and bought everybody. <laughs> Next thing I know, DiBala goes there, <laughs> we lose everybody, whatever. Um, it's just for me, it's kind of it's kind of an embarrassment. I'll be honest with you, like yeah. that they have that kind of money. They play in the league, they do. They want to. They want to go back and be amongst the, the top dogs. Yeah. They want to. They want to be considered one of, history, like, one of the top you know? dogs again. And you don't even have the Steez first year back in Champions yeah. League to actually get the a like the missing, and have you know what I mean? Links, yeah. Get the missing links, fill up some depth, you know what I mean? Like it's to me that's embarrassing. Yeah, you yeah, know, I like agree. like I shit agree. like that, that bothers me. Um, but we're not gonna harp on how much Newcastle yeah, pisses me the heck off because I know that's Al's team. Don't harp on my magpies. Um, we're gonna have a little bit of fun. We're gonna look having some fun. Change the topic here. Because I'm gonna start getting too heated. I hate, Prem just pisses me off with their fucking money and and how it, 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 and the, how we're so broke. no. You know what it is? Honestly, with the Prem that pisses me off, it gives me somewhat of a Serie A vibe. Yeah, Chelsea. I'm gonna defend Chelsea for a second here. I'm sorry. This is a random tangent. Has nothing to do with anything, but whatever. <laughs> Chelsea gets shit on. They have like what 15 plus injuries, if not more. Yep. Key guys. Yeah. Todd Bowley dropped a fucking shit ton of money on the team. A billion dollars. You know, <laughs> did everything he could. Pochettino's a decent enough coach, but it's like the league itself is looking and saying, nah, no, no, Chelsea, fuck you. We're going to investigate you. City's been had 115 charges for the last four years, but we'll sweep that under the rug. Yeah, we got we to wait. But, we'll you know, Chelsea that, that time yeah. under Roman Abramovich, the guy who we bullied out and forced to sell his club for a deal of a price. We're gonna investigate stuff for that he did, yeah. and we're gonna it's penalize so you it's guys so stupid, now. Man. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, Prem is just like you guys are all over the place. Don't tell me about how you're the best in the world because you guys have more problems than Italy. You're just better at keeping it quiet. Yeah, so you, Italians are whoa. Yeah, we hey, have a guy that hacks butts hey. at a piazza that fucking rats everyone out. Hey, that guy over there. Yeah, he was paying. Paid for games. That's what I mean. Like, you, you guys are just better at hiding. 
That's it. But other England than that, you like, guys are just as fucking England like, hey, I didn't see shit, man. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. On the topic of changing and <laughs> change. what has to be wrong. The keyword change. change. Yeah, you know what? I'm just going to stop my little rant there. Uh, like keyword. Coney 2012. Keyword change. change here. All right. So, Al, I'm going to ask you this question here. Mm-hmm. Um, we all think the game itself has a lot of flaws. We all think soccer has, or football, has space for improvement. Mm-hmm. Lots of improvements. So, Al, besides the offside rule, mm-hmm. I'm going to change it up on you here. Yeah, yeah, besides the offside rule, because that is going to be getting a makeover, mm-hmm. what is one rule in football you would like to change? I can give you mine. I've been thinking about this all day, buddy. <laughs> um... I mean, honestly, probably the one of the ones I would have said, but I mean, they already did that, and probably like one of the best things that they've done as of recently was the five sub five subs. Yes, I think that's that. That's, I think. that's fantastic. The one thing I will say about that, which I think they should add on to that, is you get five plus an injury. Isn't there already? No, that's no, just for head. That's that's just, just for head. head. Mm-hmm. That's okay. just for head. Just in general. You know, if if you already made your subs because, you know, a couple guys maybe felt a little bit sore at halftime, you have to make two or three changes. Or just tactical changes. Or just tactical. And you ended up using them all up. And then it's, you know, by the 70th minute, 75th minute, someone goes, tears their ACL. There should be a rule that, you know, allows a team to be able to make an extra substitution for that player. Now, here's the reverse end, though. What if they fake that injury? Oh, Bello, I can't walk. Oh, my God, my thigh, my thigh, my thigh. You need to sub me out. You know what I mean? Like, how do you monitor then how truthful how like yeah, said person if, if, is? If a play, yeah, okay, 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 okay. That's that's the only, like obviously yeah, I do agree. I do think an injury mm-hmm. is like look how many times people have gone down to ten men yeah, because of an injury. Because of an injury. So I do agree, but that's the thing. How do you monitor the how, truth? How, you, how are you going to be able to make sure that they're actually telling the truth? You know what I mean? Um. Okay. Fine. I'll I'll choose something else then. I'll choose I'll choose a, something different. I, I'm not gonna lie. Already in my head, thought you like we're gonna say something, so I'm surprised you haven't said it yet. Mm. Also, because I was thinking about a couple like today, when I was, I was just kind of going through and trying to and trying to just like decide on something that I can come up with. Um, if not that, and if not the offside, because I fucking but my biggest thing. <laughs> Well, that might actually change, though. That doesn't mean that's, that, a, yeah, that's keep, already talking so, about it. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's why I don't want to talk about fucking, that. It's all fucking bullshit. Um, okay, what about changing the rule that you can't that you can pass it back to your goalie? So, being able to actually with your foot, being able to pass it back to him. Flaw with that is what if you just keep doing that throughout the whole game? Teams gonna keep waste time. So I'm saying to waste time. Yeah, then uh, the the away team or the other, the other team is let's say the, the goal is passing it to you and you're passing it back. I'm just gonna come and just man mark you. Cut off the outlet. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. I, still, I, I still think it's so stupid, like that you can't. You can only pass it back with. Well, your they head they used to have that rule. I think they literally stopped that rule because of the fact that, like, it was used as a like an ultimate time waster. Like, oh, I'm just gonna keep passing oh, it back. No, nah, I got it. I uh, got there it. you go. Finally, for fuck's sake, it's the same one that you're thinking about. I think it is. Go say it. What does it start with? Challenge. No. Oh, I thought you were. So okay. you, 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 me, you, and your dad have spoken about this like a. Okay, want, I mean, like a coach's ability to challenge a, a yeah, call, okay, and okay. say, "Hey, no, no, I demand okay, okay, you fine. go to VAR." I'll say that one, but I'll, then I'll, I'll come back and I'll say what I was. What I was no, no, say what you're gonna actually say. Okay, and then so we'll what talk I was gonna about say other things is maybe. because I've seen videos and it looks fucking crazy. Change the penalties to what they were in the MLS before. Oh, like the the the, the running up, yeah, the yeah, 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 his yeah. Line. Change it back to that. listen. I that's actually a fantastic change rule. it back to that because you I know what? I just thought about that. Because I, I saw a video not a couple days ago. Like, I, I, I always see the same video. But, like, I always see it and I'm like, man, why don't they, like, this actually, like, makes a, a shootout interesting in soccer. It makes it interesting. I think it balances it yeah. out so the goalie actually has more of a chance. I, I feel like it, penalty shots right now, like, 
okay, yes, yes, I know I'll like penalty shots are difficult to take. I get it, but it's mainly difficult to take because of the pressure. Yeah, that it's so assumed you'll it's not score. Actually, hard that you're for a, take a for penalty. a goalie. I think it's the most difficult task yeah. because you have literally what a split second to make a to decision. You're not allowed to jump forward to cut an angle off. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to step off your get line. Off your just line. In, like whatever you know what I mean. Like there's so many things that yeah. a goalie can't do, yeah. and it kind of takes away from the goalie. No, no, I think you should make it. More in favor of the goalie like that. That's what Make I it a breakaway. That's my, that's my you rule. You know what I mean? Like, that's my rule. I think the penalty, the penalty should change. But also, just quickly on the other things, you reminded me. I yeah, I was going to say, we're going to talk about the challenge thing. I just want to. I do. I, I, that, I think, should be a thing as it is in, in football, basketball, hockey, everything. A coach should have one challenge. Something, you know, uh, something happens in the game, whatever. You don't agree with the call. If either you get a flag, you put your hand up, but you, you tell the assistant on the side. You say you want to challenge the play. Play stops. They have to review it, look at everything, make the call. If that coach is wrong, they, you lose a sub. Yeah. If the coach is right, you get you get the call. You you don't lose anything. Keep playing from there. Because like like and the reason like this is the thing. I know that a, doesn't make sense. A, a lot of people argue it and say, "Oh yeah, but what's VAR for then? What's VAR?" No, but that's the thing. How many times look at the Premier League alone? If you want to keep talking about uh, whatever, Premier League, Serie A, La Liga. There's Champions League. Everything. The amount of times a VAR call is even missed. Oh, we're not going to go to VAR for that. No, no. But like, if you truly believe as don't a you, coach, you still should you, be don't. looking at that again and actually look at it. Don't you think that it's crazy that we've seen online? Obviously, you're, you're obviously going to see the bad, but we've seen so many bad calls and reviews. And then you see like the calls from the afterwards. You see some of those now new. So many of them, but we have not or have seen very little of calls that were really good calls changed by VAR. That it was a bad call, that the ref made a mistake, and then VAR came in, caught something very little, and actually made the right decision. Yeah, no, I agree. What the fuck have we I agree. seen? I agree. It's always these bad, 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 bad calls. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, obviously, you'll see more bad than good because that's that's society yeah, yeah. in general. Yeah, they, they're always, bad. That's always going to be pushed. But in saying that, like, it, it is true. I'll I, a good video. I can't, I can't honestly look at you from watching games, not even from like going online or whatever, watching games. Looking at a bar call and saying, ah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, Thank you God be, you caught yeah, that. You got that. I didn't right. even see it. Didn't you got see that, that yeah. right. You know what I mean? Like, it's the the only thing I could look at and say to you, like, oh, yeah, thank God for VAR, and they caught that offside. Mm-hmm. But even then, lately, dude, these offsides that they've been fucking calling, it, it's uh, my cuticle is offside. Moist Somebody's Keen, heel Keen, is Keen's offside. Stud, you know? Not even his heel. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, that's the thing. Like, offside for the longest of times, linesmen were doing it. So beautifully, I'd, I'd honestly look at you and say, I think offsides were better before than they were now. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you now have they're trying to be too fucking clinical. But man. now like, it's like, up, now like, it's like, like, it's just stupid. Um, but my rule that I would love to change, and I know this is going to be a little bit of a weird one that I'm going to say, mm. it's it has to be tackling. Now, okay. I know that sounds like a very weird concept. It's kind of broad. Like, but how many, like, that. okay, <laughs> so like, you know how they always say the rule in place is, if you touch the ball first, it's clean. Yeah. But then they'll also fuck with you and say, no, you tackled from behind. Yeah. So that's a whatever. Yeah. It should be like a universal type of thing that it's not like not up to the discretion of the referee. If I absolutely fucking Brexit somebody, but I got all the ball and it is a clean as a whistle, yeah. I don't want you calling that. I think I think there should be a, at least like a better communication of what a, a foul is. Mm. You know what I mean? I think shoulder to shoulder, you should be allowed to do that. Yeah. If a jersey pull, yes, okay, obviously, like, that's a foul, certain things, whatever. But, you know, like, how many times are you looking and you'll see a beautiful challenge from behind? He pokes the ball forward. And then, yeah, obviously, he takes the guy out because he's tackling from mm-hmm. behind. But he calls it. You know, God forbid you make a challenge like that in the box. It's automatically a pen. Yeah. For me, that is one thing I would like to see. Like, no, you're allowed to tackle they gotta, from yeah, behind. They have, they have, they have, they that they like have to they have some sort 100% of like have to adjust you know what i mean like some sort of like what is a true foul like tell me you're touching the ball yeah that's fine yeah. even if you you touch the ball by a sliver that's fine you touch the ball first you deflected it out you made that contact and that was your intent that's what i mean you know as, what I mean? As, like, a, as a defender yourself yeah how many times you know I, i've done it too and it's it's a lot of times with like me playing obviously not competitive like this in the pros but Never got called. As long as I went behind, I was running beside the guy or I'd run, come trying to catch up and I'd make a tackle from behind, but I would swing or yeah, I, would, yeah. I would hook on the you outside. Do the scoop, yeah. I would do the outside one too. Yeah. And got the ball. Obviously him to try to sell something would go flying over and try to think, but 
I got all yeah. ball. And a lot of times never get called. Then you watch pros play. And obviously some of them, you'll see the follow through or they, or they just fucking take out the guy, but they poke the ball a little bit. Okay. But I've seen some tackles from behind where the guy will go absolutely beautiful around, hit that ball right out clean. Yeah. And then the guy running hits his legs and falls yep. over and crying on the floor, yep. yelling like his, like he just got shot in the head. Yeah. And then they call it. Yes. And then I've shoulder to shoulder. As long as the guy's not throwing his arm or he's not going for a fucking Scott Stevens. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't see like the wind up of the the sway. Yeah. If if I'm stronger than you and it's fine and you're flying to the ground because you're a lot smaller or just weaker than me, shouldn't be a call. Dude, and and just because I'm strong. There was an era of football. If I'm not malicious, then they shouldn't be called. Yeah. There was an era of football where I could honestly look at you and say, say there was an art to defending. You know what I mean? Like, like beginning of Sergio Ramos's career that was starting to be the end of that art and you know like you would see these guys Nesta dude that clip still circulates around Twitter and everything of him tackling Messi from behind squeezing ever so delicately in between his legs poking the ball free but then Messi going over Messi getting up they dab each other up and that's it but that was an actual art to slide tackle from behind and get the ball yeah the follow through obviously Took the guy yeah. out. You're not going to but stop. it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter to yeah. me. That should be like, you know, like that should be allowed. Yeah. You know, I and agree. like, it, like there's so many soft fouls that are given away. Like my the one I fucking absolutely hate the most is when the player's coming and like he quickly shields the ball, but then he falls to the ground because he was pulled oh, or his yeah. arm was grabbed or whatever. Listen, buddy, <laughs> I'm run as a defender. If you're trying to shield me and I'm running at you, obviously I'm making that contact on your back. Yeah. I'm not letting Don't you be turn. A little bitch, yeah. Then you fall to the ground. You fucking whatever. Again, there's certain moments where like the yeah. guy fucking punches him from behind and shit like that. But nine times out of ten, like a guy like Lautaro Martinez, the amount of times I've seen him actually turn, but his touch was a little bit wayward and a yeah. little bit far, so he just falls to the ground. And yeah, you're right, foul. No, that's yeah. not a foul. That was so him stupid. fucking his touch up. So I, I don't know. I think okay. like for me, that's something I would oh, look I at. Like, like I would say like like just at least be more strict with the fouls you're calling. Yeah. Or at least explain to us what does it actually mean mm-hmm. to get the and ball And be first. on the same page with all referees. Yeah, that, exactly. organization that, hey, this is called, this is no call. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, how wasn't Cristante against Ukraine? And I hate saying this because yeah. I love my king. That was like... But you know what I mean? Like, you see we stuff all like... Stood, we all stood, like, sat wrong. there in silence for a couple seconds saying like, fuck. Yeah, like, don't you're wrong. Again, <laughs> you saw that still picture where it looked like Cristante didn't actually step yeah. on his foot. You're going based off real time. Yeah, to me, on. that was a pen. And even, I even, even on you far, like, like you're looking at like the the replay, and you're like, you know, what I mean, like it's still not like that clear. Pen. And like to me, like you saw Mudrik touch the ball yeah. away. Cristante was fully committed to challenging yeah. Oh, yeah, him yeah. and lunged in already. So to me, though, that is a pen yeah. because you like whatever. But then, like obviously, the ref argued, "Oh no, it's not a pen." Yeah. I mean, it benefited us. I won't complain too much about that. But it's, it's shit like that where it's just all all referees and everybody has to kind of come upon some yeah. sort of agreement you know um yeah had, so we're saying, changing yeah, rules so, i think dude. so so i think both of we our rules build. All, all three because we kind of added in like the <coughs> challenging one too so i'd say all three should be rules into the game yeah. because they're fantastic the game, ideas the, no bias like, obviously the game is fantastic the ideas. game is always evolving look at like every in every sport not just soccer everything evolves with technology with this with that whatever so Soccer, obviously what made it beautiful and whatever was because they didn't change shit yeah. for so long. It was such a natural thing. Time never stopped. Yeah. Free-flowing, whatever. It, it gets to that but point. But you're getting to a point where now you're getting injustices that yeah. are happening because like… Too many. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that pisses a lot of the fans yeah. off. There's know? obviously going to be injustice. There's obviously going to be certain situations. But it, it shouldn't be happening like this. You know? It should not be, you know, a, a thing that's like happening this often that we, we got to talk about it this much. Like… That's These what I mean, dude. Like, how many be... times are we harping, like, in our podcast? Like, I could honestly say we've done, what, 60-something episodes, almost 70? No, we're at 70. We're at 70 yeah, now? 72, I think, 73. So, yeah, so we've done 72, 73. Oh, yeah, that's right. So I saw 70. Yeah. Anyways, we've done 71, 72 episodes, 73 episodes. And I could honestly look at you and say probably about 10 to 15 <laughs> of those, we've talked about the offside. We've talked about handballs. We've yep. talked about VAR being fucking stupid. You know, like... It's maybe like this isn't just us games. that think it either. You know, like no, other people a, have this it's conversation. A, it's a big thing. It's just they 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 are trying so hard not to change, and it's it's just becoming too much of a problem that it it's gonna get to a point where they're gonna have no other choice but to start making certain changes that it's gonna change the game. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. And that's just they want to listen to it anyways. Yeah. They want to address this shit. Maybe. Yeah, probably not. Maybe Kalina's gonna listen to the podcast. I fucking wish. Venger's the only one that has power <laughs> nowadays. Um, but no longer gonna harp on negatives again here. It's We're the gonna... most wonderful time of the podcast. We're yeah, building anyways. a team. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, man. I'm getting into spirit. We're not it's Christmas. I don't, I Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. So this team that we are going to build. Um, Oof. Last week we did only left footers. We're going to do in honor of me, the shortest 11 because I'm short. So it would have made like sense. <laughs> Anyways, not, not that many players. That yeah, short. dude. When I was looking at like a list of like the shortest <laughs> players, I'm like, man, who the fuck are these guys like maxi morales okay i knew him but i'm like wait he was actually five two like what the fuck this guy so our like, attack's gonna be insignia jovenko and messi <laughs> yeah yeah so rather not do that so what we actually decided we made it a little bit spicy upon today. was we are going to speak today about um wingbacks mm, a team full of wingbacks a team full of wingbacks will be made it will be consisting of left backs and right backs mm-hmm. obviously um but the little stipulation is we are only allowed to use the same nation twice mm-hmm. because, of course, we realistically could just build a team full of Brazilians. <laughs> Honestly and truthfully, <laughs> because they were fucking unreal. You're not right? wrong there. Man. So we're trying to make it a little bit more caliente there. Um, and yeah. Oh, and another little rule. Guys like Robin Gosens, who actually never played left back, only play left wing yeah. back. We're not using. We're not you. using them. We're not using. Them. You wouldn't even fit in this anyways because you're not that good. And to make it a little bit more spicy, we're gonna go with a, a three-five-two as a formation. Yeah. Just so there's no fullbacks playing in a fullback. But we're gonna change it up. Yeah. Fullbacks play center we're back. Fun. Left mid, right mid. We're changing it up today. So yeah. Three-five-two is our formation. No Gosens. No guys that have never played Wait, left back. What about back. a goalie? I didn't even. Th- hey, somewhere we're gonna have to play it. A, a wing back goes in that. Yeah. I I feel I'm bad. I think I know who the perfect goalie is, too. I think I know, too. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I think uh, I know, too. Well, you keep talking while I Google this. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. So, I mean, realistically, to start off, I'll go first. I'll start with our goalie. <laughs> I figured it out. Okay. So, I mean, I yes, I feel like he would probably be the best goalie due to his height and just being an oaf. Um gonna say dan burn as our goalie it's <laughs> <laughs> a solid goalie i think he's got the height to him dude he's six five that's what i'm saying he's like, literally courtois he, son he's got the size don't know why he's a fullback maybe should have reconsidered been a center back or a goalie but hey yep i'm not gonna judge he's our goalie Dan Byrne and that. Who's going to be our center back? So one out of three center backs. I thought a lot about this, and he was consistently in my head. Mm-hmm. Branislav Ivanovic. I, mean, I know it's a little bit random. Probably why, should have been know? a center back his whole career. But you know what I mean? Dude, he was he a, a pretty big good, boy. He had a pretty good career as a right back. <laughs> he wasn't the fastest. He wasn't whatever. Strong as fucking hell. Yeah. Why not have him as a center back? Why was he playing right back? I don't know. But you know what? Hey, he was good enough. It worked at the and time. And he makes our... All time wing back starting 11. Yeah. So he's our first center of back. our generation. Yes. So he's Absolutely. our first center back, second center back. Um, you know, I mean, I feel like it only makes sense. He, he was a wing back majority of his career. He also played as a center back. So I think it's just, it just makes sense to put him there. I'm going with Paolo Maldini. I'm glad you said him and I didn't say him. It time. just, it just, it makes sense. Yeah. It, like, there's not really an explanation if there's for that. anything <laughs> with defense, automatically he's there. Yeah, and he, I mean, he, he was a fullback. He fits. He, did. he fits in. He left so. back for a while. Yeah. Okay. That's my choice for center back. So okay. we have one more center back, and that's on you. One more center back. I'm gonna go with the doggy fighter himself, that long haired, curly headed man, the beautiful man that I loved, Carlos Puyol. Ooh. Started his career as a right back. I think they we even tried to play striker. Line. Six five goalie, and those three as our center backs. Dan Burn, baby! Holy shit, man! Sorry, I think just that there is a. We I think honestly, might, right there, actually, you could win the prem. That might. That or, might. No, sorry, Liga, I want to see how the Liga. rest of the team turns out. That deal. They, that already might kind of take a it beat those other teams we, gotta, we built. We got a good defense so far. <laughs> we got a good defense so far. That's pretty crazy. So, okay, so now we're going back uh, to you to right mid. We'll start with. Whatever, yeah. We'll do go right to center, then left. Like we we'll do 
we'll do you know what we'll make it easy we'll Wait, do did right you say we're doing three four three or three five two three five two three five two okay so three center mids yeah yeah no i i'm do relax i know don't, don't, get my, don't get mad chill okay so at right mid i think it only makes sense to go with my love I found to go, love. to go with my boy, man. He kind of betrayed me near the end of his career, but I still Ooh. got love for him. Gianluca oh. Zambrotta as my right mid. Say his name again for me. Gianluca Zambrotta. There you go. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Hey, you know what's funny, actually? My dad, there's been so many great right backs, so yeah. many great left backs. I, I always argue Cafu was the greatest right back I've ever seen in my life. Um, I'm sure Al might have a different person, whatever everyone I mean, has oh, there. He's up there for me. You know, um, my dad, though, who is almost 70, still to this day will always say Zambrota is his favorite and the greatest right back he has ever seen. Yeah. See, he will stand by it. He will fight till the death. Skill wise, no. But I feel like what made Zambrota so good was just his work ethic. Yeah. And just, dude, he would, the guy you, you, you played him on the right, you could play him on the left. You could play him as a center mid. He played as a defensive mid. Like he can play more as like a, as a right mid, kind of like attacking. Like you can put him yeah, anywhere. He had such a good like. He was uh, so versatile. He man. was very like doggy. You know, yeah, oh, he yeah. was just he, like he was. It's it's like what Mourinho calls Bovet right now. He was like a sick dog. <laughs> he just didn't stop running and chasing <laughs> you, biting you like just crazy. Yeah. And again, his skill might have not been there but entirely, he just, but he, oh, he just was, knew he, he was, wouldn't he give up. A, on he you. was a phenomenal fullback. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree. So. Now we're going to our center mid. We're so over now. is it going to be more of like a like a three five two with like two defensive mids? Or are we doing center mid, center mid, attacking mid? Or it doesn't really matter. Like, there. Maybe we'll be like an attacking mid, like two like two center mids and like an attacking mid. Okay, so we'll, okay. Right now we'll do the center mid. Well, I feel like this is kind of an obvious one here that I'm going to say because he did again play this position. Okay, the guy that you say I look like or looked like or played like whatever, Mister Philip Lam. Team is coming together. Like, who knew how good of a team we could build with yeah, just it's actually kind of crazy. Like, I and the worst part is I actually feel like these guys could play that position. Like, yeah. I, I'm not like I'm not just and saying remember, like hey, no more no more Italians because we already have Maldini and Zambrota now. Oh so remember that. Yeah, okay, that's fine though. That's fine. Realistically, what I'm gonna put fucking Spinazzola. Oh, no, hey, I'm, just, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Don't worry, don't worry, we're fine there. Um, okay, so our ne- next center mid. Again, this one. I mean, should be a pretty obvious answer. He played there as well. Javier Zanetti. In that midfield, oh, man. He was so good. Such like, a gentleman. Man, Such a gentleman. Come on. Him and Philip Lom in your midfield. Yeah. What more do you want? <laughs> nah, you're right. That like I'm not gonna I was thinking about saving him for the wing. No, no, no. Because it's like he, that, that, that work ethic. Yeah. But I think, but he'd, you know he'd be what? Yeah, off. yeah. He'd the be IQ and, and again, he played him in Lom. Yeah, he played there before. Him and Lom in there. Yeah, I think he would just be the, the best. Dude, it's crazy because I feel like that's like just like that's like a stone wall too. Yeah. You know, like that's just everything you would need in a player like there in that <laughs> three already. Um, am I saying left mid or attacking mid right now? Um, doesn't matter. You can do whatever, either one, whatever you want. Hmm. Okay, let me let me give it a quick sec to have a little thought here. If you like, you have one for for a left mid. Do that if you ever if you well, ever have an idea thing. for a cam. This is the thing. I'm cam. thinking of a good cam, mm-hmm. but like I I, I don't uh, you know I'm gonna say cam okay. just because and I'll kind of put the burden of left mid on you there. Okay, I got no um, I'm gonna say cam. Oh fuck! Actually, it's a toss up between two of these guys. <laughs> I'm thinking honest. Okay, you know what? No, no. I'm gonna say it. Marcelo. I think Marcelo. As I was a, gonna as choose, a cam as a cam. I was gonna say Roberto Carlos. Because mm-hmm. that fucking left foot of his was crazy strong yeah. and those sh- long shots, everything <laughs> like that. But I rate Marcelo above Roberto. Yeah, and like just his, he was his, more complete. His, technical, to me. his his IQ, like his passing, like dude, you saw look like, how great of a partnership him and Ronaldo were. Like yeah, dude. yeah, I know. I feel I I kind of I agree with that. That's yeah, why I'd I have him that like advanced he be, role. He would be better off, like better suited as as an uh, as yeah. an attacking mid than as a as, yeah. um, as a striker. Or as Roberto Carlos, I'd be like, Roberto Carlos would literally just be for those thunder cuts outside the yeah, box. Yeah, that's all. It. That's all he outside has for curve. You. Yeah, ping. That's it. You just want him on your free kicks, and that's really yeah. it. <laughs> you don't care you about anything else. See you later. Um, See, this okay. is, I feel like now it's gonna get tough. So now, no left mid. I feel. I, no. 
I wouldn't put him up there, though. I feel like we really... <laughs> Honestly, I was going to say Alexandro, but... <laughs> Yeah, anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. Then I was going to say Ashley Cole. Cuz he could he could he could do a number as a left as a left midfielder. But I feel like there's there's only one man. And I know I always say that, but it's just because there is and it's going to make sense and you're going to be like, "Fuck, that is really well, Okay, good. as long as it's not Ashley Cole or Alexandro. No, it's neither of the two. Petrus Evra. Yeah, more of a defensive option I feel there like that. More defensive yeah. option as you know as a left back, but You've also seen him in a 3-5-2 when he was with Juve. Touché. Playing up that field, crossing Touché. that ball, and playing phenomenal. So, I mean, he, play, he covers that role, man. He's a more defensive, obviously. But that's but good. But it's good. You need that. Is on the other side. He's going to be getting up the field more. He's going to be putting those balls. He's going to be shooting the ball. He's got a, he's got a cannon on it, on it as a foot. Yeah. So, it makes sense. Our team's fucking solid. It is. Now I'm thinking of the strikers. Sorry thinking, while you're talking. No, no, no. That's, that's what I'm saying. Now, now next up. We got two striker spots to fill, and we got to be careful nationwide. So no Italians. I don't care. I already know, actually. It's, I yeah, we know. have no more Italians. One of the greatest right backs, most coveted, most fucking trophies. Pretty sure he might still be playing because he'll never stop playing. Most controversial guy ever, given all his charges he received after his career or whatever. Danny Alves. That would be my striker. Hmm. That link-up play he had with Messi, I could just see it happening with Marcelo. He could shoot. He had the finesse for it. He had the finishing ability. He had a long shot on him. A dog mentality. Like, he'd be like a Carlos Tevez almost, yeah. you know? Like, it, I just think Danny Alves, baby. Fuck. Okay. I think I, I'm pretty sure, like, I, as, you, as you were crazy. saying that, I think I just came up with who his partner is going to be. Gareth Bale, because he played left back that no, time. No, no, no. no we know where <laughs> and he fits the profile. No more Brazilian. No, I don't. Okay, uh, okay, okay. No more Brazilian, no more Italian. That's it. He fits the profile, adds a little bit of height to the team, mm. adds a little bit of strength to the team, oh? adds that little, you know, different aspect that Danny Alves can bring to Tell the team. Tell me more. And before you say anything, he did play right back a lot of his career that no one really realized how long he did. Sergio Ramos. Oh, yeah. You shit. forgot about that one. Yeah, bitch. I remember that one. What better, Joe? I think this yeah. team might be one of our best teams, and it was just with it was fullbacks. I will say it was probably the funnest because, like, you could yeah. picture them then moving into those positions. Into those positions, man. Imagine, dude, Ramos and Danny Alves as your Damn, strikers. Danny yeah. Alves just being a little, little, little trickster, getting through the guys, making those little, little, little skiller plays. Cross it off to cross it into Ramos. Most bang! Fucking header. Most clutch guy ever, too. Right, man. Damn. Damn. Look at that team, man. Shit. Right. I think this actually, this was okay for me. This was actually probably one of the funnest we had to. Make. Oh yeah, this now this so far for me, this was number one. I, I because to, like and, and, it was, and, and I was like, we were skeptical about it. We were like, you know, wing backs. Yeah, okay, yeah, we'll do wing backs. Well, at first we were thinking even like, oh, do we just seclude it to like only right backs, only left backs? But yeah, then but what? We're gonna have a guy it, like it's fucking, gonna be too tough and like we're just gonna put De Lorenzo somewhere. Yeah, well, Zanetti. They're gonna start putting like stupid players that like wouldn't really make the team. So like, I feel like that this do us doing this going in the fullbacks, we probably build like one of the best possible teams true, just actually. using fullbacks. I know some people will definitely argue that we shouldn't have put like a guy like Branislav Ivanovic there. We should have I mean, moved Ramos to that position or no. whatever, but you need to get him to attack. Dude. Yeah. You can't attack when you're Ramos, Ramos as a, as a defender was a very like attacking forward. He yeah. scored, scored a shit ton of headers on corners on crosses. He's the guy I want Damn. them. He fits the profile. Damn. Our, like our wing, our wing backs, solid mids, solid, Attack solid, Marcelo and our goal is six five. What do you need? It's true, actually. If if we were playing EAFC twenty four, since oh. he's six five, perfect fucking goal. Don't worry, he'll save everything. See, dude, we just build our whole position change team. <laughs> See, yeah. If you're watching yeah. this, maybe maybe hey, yeah. think we got some it. we got some ideas. Yeah, fucking do you a shapeshifter con- promo. You want to come? Yo, they, they, they do a shapeshifter. All those players we just named. Sergio <laughs> Ramos gets a striker card. <laughs> Didn't he get one actually? Yeah, he did last yeah. year or two years ago or something. <laughs> But he did. Yeah. Anyways, um, I was going to say on that note, I was going to kind of wrap it up there. I think you mean we got we kind of got excited near the end. I'm a little bit more amped. I want to I want to build another six teams, but we got to save that wrap for, the, it up. for the rest. Wrap it up the, like a Christmas present. So uh, on that note, guys, if you haven't yet, don't forget to follow us on TikTok, Twitter and Instagram. 
Don't forget to check out our YouTube and subscribe over there. Leave comments on our videos. We see them all. I hope you guys have watched the new timelines video. We the second one that came out now. We have a third one coming out. If you guys haven't watched the first, the second one that came out or the first one, go watch it. Leave a comment. Let us know what you guys think. Hey, let us know if you think you can beat us. Maybe we'll we'll bring you on. Test probably, your knowledge. See how good you know. Us. Probably, probably, probably not. Like, we're, yeah. we're too good. The, the people we're are part of the good. third episode. But, yeah, but, no, no, probably. Hey, there be. might be people that think that they can. They, you know, maybe they might be smarter than us. You're obviously not, but I'm just saying. You might think so. Come on, come on, and give it a shot. I guarantee yeah. you're not going to beat us. I'll put money on it. But guys, don't forget to check that out. Other than that, I think I'm, you know, I'm, I'm all wrapped up for this week. Joe, I think he's, uh, he's, his words are done. The elevator's not going to the top, top floor anymore. Yeah, so. I don't know why I had a lot of brain farts at the beginning. It's okay, man. It's, it's started the start, of the, start getting, of the new week, getting man. Stressed, started dude. the new week. It's okay, man. I think my tooth's on too tight. Joe was, you know, in I his, screwed up my beard when in I his own thing last night. He had a little laughing attack. He's been through his his his, his chakras have been thrown yeah, off ever since. Just so. another man. <laughs> guys, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Cheers. We'll see you next week. Ciao. See you later.